0: Today's episode of Lymphedema Podcast is brought to you by the National Lymphedema Network. Welcome back for episode 34 of Lymphedema Podcast. I've really been wanting to hit this subject of dating when it comes to lymphedema. So my guest today is Allison Mahoney and she has primary lymphedema for which she's had for 15 years. Allison, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me on. You are welcome. I'm so glad that you were up for this opportunity to just get on here and talk about dating um, and to kind of just help spread awareness on kind of what it was like for you whenever you were younger and, you know, dating. Now you're happily married. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, You're not having to struggle through the dating life right now. I don't think people can pay me a million dollars to try to date these days
1: oh my god i totally 100 percent agree especially with all the yeah oh my i think the dating world is very different now mm, it just kind of makes
0: me scared <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes
0: and very grateful so for people who aren't familiar with you would you go ahead and just give us a little introduction on yourself
1: Yes. Um, I have primary lymphedema in my left leg. Um, and I um, currently live in Florida, panhandle area. And then I own my own business. So I'm an esthetician. That's what I do for a living.
0: And that's why your skin always looks. So great in all your Instagram pictures. (laughs) What was it like telling the first person that you were dating or in a relationship with, what was it like telling them about lymphedema the first time?
1: So I guess I'll go to the beginning. So I was diagnosed with lymphedema when I was 17. So, and I'm 32 now. So yeah, 15 years. I guess telling like the first person without like dating involved or anything like I, when I got diagnosed it was, I got diagnosed within three months, which I know I'm very lucky to get diagnosed so quick, quickly. Um, but I basically went to a therapist and they were like, well, you have to wear the wraps every day. So I went to school. I went to high school with all my wraps on. Yeah, there wasn't really any hiding. And I had to kind of tell people like what was going on. But it was, I don't know, it was a really embarrassing, to be honest. Um I didn't feel like people really believed me. I think that like, they thought I was like doing something to get like attention. Yeah. And then, yeah, I I don't know. I was just kind of embarrassed or humiliated, but I kind of just like, I didn't really show it. I just was like, Oh, whatever. Like from what I remember, I'm sure I was like an emotional teen, but, um, (laughs)
0: well in 17, (laughs) i blocked that out. (laughs) 17. There's so many hormones and just things going on at that point where it's like, wow. One more thing. Yeah, so it
1: definitely, yeah, it definitely was, and I'm from South Florida originally, so it's like, no one wears pants, really, everyone wears shorts and flip-flops, so I... And then I was obviously grateful that they had uh, open toe compression so I could continue to wear flip-flops. Um, but yeah, I did um, like the round of CDT and, um, you know, the leg, my leg got down and then I just kind of swapped over to just regular um, compression stockings and, and then I wore a circade pretty early on, just like on the lower half of my leg. That's just where I tend to get more swelling. So I've always kind of been open about it, not always like happily open about it, but just like, well, this is what I have. This, These are my Like, here they are, you know.
0: Right. This is me. Take it or leave it, right? Yeah. First of all, it's hard anyways to be 17, to be going through just like ending high school, probably getting ready to go to college, dating, like who you are as a person at that time, and then having to be responsible for your lymphedema treatment. That's a whole nother thing. And man, I just totally feel for you having to wear compression in that heat because here in texas i know a lot of my patients are like thank goodness for open toe stockings like if i couldn't wear flip-flops they're basically i think they would just die (laughs) not right so you kind of mentioned that you kind of just throw your cards out on the table so when you are around friends you just kind of let it out there right like it's not something you're trying to hide or is it something well, that you kind of try to conceal
1: I think I I'm like I think I really go both ways in this situation because like if I'm working out or I'm around the house or like I'm really close, my close friends like I'm just running over there or something and I have my ra- like wrapped up or you know I've got all my whole compression on I'm like I'm wearing my stocking and people see it cuz like I wear shorts to the gym like everybody else cuz it's hot and I'm sweating um but if I'm working I always wear pants and I make sure it looks like incognito leg because I just find it's like a huge distraction and in spa world and stuff, I want to make sure that the client like we're thinking about them and I don't want them to be like thinking about what's wrong with me, if you will. Um, But like, and then I guess if we're going out to dinner, like a date night or something, I definitely cover my leg up and my husband will vouch too. I'm like, oh, he's like, wear a dress. I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) unless it's like a long one because I don't really feel, to be honest, like I want to feel like my best when we go out And, like, I look cute or want to feel sexy. And it's, like, I don't really feel sexy with, like, all of my compression on, like, with a skirt. But, um, like, of course, there's times that I'm, like, oh, whatever. I'll just do it anyway. Yeah, most times I'm in jeans and I I do cover it up,
0: honestly. So before you were married... Would you say that you were maybe a little bit more concealing of your lymphedema leg? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Like
1: if I would go like met someone or something, well, usually same thing with the gym, like, but I'd always wear leggings and I'd still wear like a circade, but that was pretty much it. Or I'd like put my circade under my leggings. So you couldn't really see it like at the gym and then, um, meeting people, Um, yeah, same thing. A lot of jeans and then covering it up. And then I, yeah, I try to hide it. But like, if I was interested in someone and felt like I wanted to be open with them, I was totally on. I'm like, Oh, I've got this thing, you know, and I try to make it not that big of a deal. Because I'm like, I didn't want that. I was like, Okay, if I don't make it a huge deal, then this person that I'm meeting won't think it's that big of a deal
0: either. You know, Right. And I had that conversation many episodes back with a physical therapist about intimacy and that yeah. if you are going to be intimate with someone and you say, okay, I need to tell you something. They're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are you about to tell me? What's wrong? And they're on the right? defense already. And they're kind of like, oh, what's coming? Yeah. So if you just go, hey, yeah, big leg, keep moving, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. Um, it's yes. different. And so I feel like you hit it like the nail on the head that if if you are dating, and I will say, um, I know you're married. And so I think of it like this, like making adult friends, like when you're an adult and you're trying to make friends as an adult, it's almost like dating. So, Oh
1: my gosh, it totally is.
0: <laughs> if you're trying to make new friends, you're like, women tend to have more, like they need that social connection more than men. So it's almost like, You're dating those women in a way because you're kind of like, do I want to tell you the truth about me? Do I want you to see my leg? Like, can I trust you? Are you going to make fun of me? Are you going to like whatever? So as much as it is dating, it's also just relationships in general with people because you want to protect yourself. Absolutely. And, you know,
1: it's funny, though, like the more I protected myself, like the less support I got. And then I felt really alone. So it's like the more I was like, all right, this is me, like with either dating a new guy or whatever, or like my husband and I or meeting a new friend or with my business and stuff like that. Like a lot of my clients know I have lymphedema, but um Yeah. The more I'm open about it, it's like the more supported I feel, which seems so backwards because like it is backwards. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to be shy because I don't want to tell anybody, but then you don't tell anybody. And then you feel really alone because you are alone because
0: you don't share it, you know? Yeah. Being vulnerable is such an important part of the lymphedema journey because if you're not vulnerable with people, enough to let them in to tell them about your truth, you know, like lymphedema is a truth for you. And it's a truth for other people who have a hard time with dating and a difficult time putting that out there. So you have to accept it yourself first, and be comfortable in telling other people like, hey, this is me. I'm vulnerable with you. If they kind of like, spit in your face is not exactly what I want to say here. But if they're kind of rude about it, or if they're like put off or turned off, then you know what? That one wasn't your person.
1: Move I know. on, move on to the next one. Exactly. And like, usually the people that are like that, they're also not going to be there when like something really horrible happens either. You know what I mean? It's not like just based on this. It's actually like a good like BS detector. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> you kind of weed out the people who aren't going to be nice you know definitely so I know that you are married and I don't mean to keep saying that but um
1: (laughs) it's okay I told my husband (laughs) I was doing this and he was like it's okay I don't have to listen
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you either, like, share a story about a date that didn't go well or something that kind of in your history where you were like, you know what, this is not something I'm going to put up with when it comes to dating?
1: Two that just stick out in my mind are the first one would be when I first got diagnosed, there was a guy that um, I had dated, but not... We were, you know, it's like, oh, we dated a little bit and then I broke up and I happened to get diagnosed, like, I don't know, like a few months later, six months, whatever. And he came up to me later at a party and was like, hey, is that contagious? And I'm like, "Shut." no, up. it's not. And now I don't want to talk to you. Like, get out of, like, get out of here like that. So I'm like, no, it's not like, thanks for thinking of yourself. Wow. <laughs> um. And then the second one, I guess this is like kind of, I guess this is like a little bit more personal, but like one time I was being intimate with someone and they said, can you take your stocking off? And like, it didn't even cross my mind because I wear stocking all the time. It's like a second skin to me. Like, I don't even think about it. And I was like, oh. And then I, like, apologized profusely. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then later I thought about it and I was like, oh, my gosh, what a jerk. Like, I can't (laughs) do anything about this. Like, this is my disease. Like, I didn't do something to get this. Like, and I'm trying to take care of myself. And that means wearing compression. Like, if you don't like it, go hang out with another girl you know and that yeah really i mean in those cases like i really you know it it weeds out the bad people and you just kind of move on you know
0: yes i would not feel sad or sorry that they were not no it (laughs) kind of and it
1: gives you more almost empowerment you're like oh you're just you're just a jerk all right goodbye you know move on The National Lymphedema Network invites you to attend their annual conference October 26th through the 28th at the Westin Boston Waterfront. This is a great opportunity to hear from leaders in the lymphedema community as they speak about topics that are relevant to you. You won't want to miss this great event. Go to www.lymphnet.org for more details. Use the promo code PODCAST when registering to receive a special discount offer. The National Lymphedema Network, empowering people with lymphedema to live life to the fullest.
0: So could you maybe give us five things not to do if you're on a date with someone with lymphedema? So if someone is listening to this and they are going on a date with someone who has lymphedema or their significant other has lymphedema, I would go ahead and say that if you're being intimate, you probably don't want to say, can you take that off? You've already given two (laughs) really good examples and don't ask if it's contagious um, unless you are... (laughs) I would, I don't know, I guess maybe if you're in like a committed relationship and you're like, well, can oh. I, I guess maybe that, but you probably yeah. want to play your cards right on that one, buddy, and not just be like, ugh. can I get that? I know. It's not, and I don't even know. Yeah. Store, Cause you know? I feel
1: like, I think I told you this before where it's like, you take your jeans off with your stockings. So then it's like, if you're with your boyfriend or something, you know, so they don't know or
0: just slipping both <laughs> off at the so same silly. time. Yeah. And you know what, that right there would have to take skill anyways, because it's hard know. putting those on or taking them off. Hiding
1: lymphedema t- is like, we're probably all professionals at it. Like, because most people, oh, I didn't even know you had anything wrong with you. I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm good at hiding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so five tips for someone else dating somebody with lymphedema. I would say... Um, I mean, this is an easy one. I wouldn't say, like, give them the option if they want to sit outside or not. Um, getting really hot is super uncomfortable with lymphedema. Um, that's probably, it's been so hot here today, and I've been, like, inside 90% of it, and I can't go outside today because it's too hot. My leg will swell up more. Um, so it's e- as easy as not, not being like, oh, I know we can't sit outside because your leg. Like, that would be a jerk thing to s- say. Yeah, just An be easy consider- way to say that is like, would you like to sit outside or inside? Or like, do you want to take the stairs or the elevator? Because who knows? And, you know, I I can walk upstairs with my lymphedema, but like some people don't have the mobility that I do. And that would obviously, you know, just a- asking questions. That's so easy. I would say don't be dismissive. When I tell somebody I have lymphedema and they're like being dismissive, they could say like, oh, well, that's not as bad as like X, Y, Z. Or, oh, you don't know the struggles I go through. Or, you know what I mean? It's like combative answers. And obviously these are like red flags for general dating anyway. But like, and I don't know. When I think of that, like when people dismiss me, I'm like, trust me. We have plenty of doctors, nurses, insurance companies, general public that don't think lymphedema is like that big of a deal or that debilitating and now you're on a date with somebody dismissing you you're like that is so really hurtful and like, there's ways to relate to people without being dismissive it's like oh i under oh my gosh yeah like i can't imagine you're going through that i had somebody that i knew that went through this like wow you know are you okay like and asking them if that's if they're okay i mean i think that's a nice thing to do
0: And I think it's okay that if you've never known anyone with lymphedema or you've never been around it, you can just say something to the effect of, that must be really hard for you. I wouldn't be able to understand what that's like. I mean, that's totally okay. Instead of saying, wow, well, at least they haven't cut your leg off or something ridiculous. Exactly.
1: It's like, oh, well, at least you have a leg or like my case, (laughs) like, I'm like, I I never had cancer, which I'm very blessed. That's the case. But I'm like, Oh, you know, a lot of people with cancer may have this, they'll have it in their arm, like if I'm trying to describe it to someone, and they're like, Oh, well, that's good. You never had cancer. I'm like, Oh, yeah, that is really great. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) That is is good. (laughs) So it's like, it's good. I woke up today and I didn't die either. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And then that kind of brings me to like, I guess my uh, third one would be like, you're You're allowed to ask questions. I think you're allowed to ask questions if somebody has lymphedema and you're curious and you're generally curious. You're like and you're being genuine about it because, I mean, don't drill questions, obviously, but I think you can ask questions and it's okay. I mean, if I'm being open and honest with somebody that I'm like generally or genuinely interested in, I would be happy to answer questions. Um, But I mean, don't pry either. You know, there's a fine line. You know, I don't want somebody drilling me with questions or just prying. But we'll, you know, as people with lymphedema, we'll take baby steps and telling you and seeing where we can trust you and, you know, say what we want to say about, you know, what we, you know, because it is a lot. Like,
0: and there's a, a difference between thing. being interested and just being rude. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Because when people come up to me, and actually, two people commented on my leg today when I was out running errands. One person said, hey, what's wrong with your leg? And I'm like, okay, this is, I'm like, nothing. And I like put my head down. I'm like, run away. <laughs> and I had another woman look at me. I was in the restroom and then I was walking out we were walking out together. Now what happened? And she was so compassionate. And I told her and she Um, when I was leaving and then she was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's nothing that, you know, you're so young, you shouldn't have to deal with that. And then she, but I was like, you know, then I was saying bye and she turned to me and she's like, can I have your first name? And I was like, it's Allison. And she's like, okay, I'm going to pray for you. And that is, was just such an amazing interaction, and people can be really kind, but then you have the people that are really stupid. Obviously, there's a good way and a bad way to do it, So, but that woman really it, that um, really made my day today, actually.
0: That restores my faith in humanity I know. a little bit she more She really today. did. I, I,
1: I, w- I should have <laughs> hugged her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I probably would have been like, ah, can I hug yeah. you? And then she would have been like, yeah. right away! crazy me. I know
1: right I'm like oh god <laughs> I don't know I'm like oh no you're not you're certainly not talking to me
0: <laughs> so um wait do we have one more to go through I think we have one more okay give me one more so sorry oh I would <clears throat> just say be
1: open and honest I think this is just a general dating one too because like if you're really not okay with Dating, like if you didn't know somebody has lymphedema and now you just found out on a date with somebody that has lymphedema, and you're like, I don't want to date somebody with a chronic condition. I think that's, if you know your boundaries and you don't want to date somebody with a chronic condition, like that's okay. And uh, with a person, as a person with lymphedema, like I have to accept that too. Like it's a boundary. And I think, I mean, it's unfortunate that that happens, but I mean, it does. And it's like, we just have to, but it being open and honest about it and saying like, Hey, you know, is okay. It's unfortunate, but I think it's okay. And I think it's also something we also have to accept that, like, not everyone is going to accept that.
0: Right. Because not everyone – well, and you're probably better off because not everyone would be able to, when you need them, be that caregiver or be understanding or – Exactly. And you will be better off. Absolutely. Because it's like,
1: you know – I don't know. Like my husband, I, I just told you before we got on the call, I'm like, Oh, my husband's unwrapping my leg for me. And he's going to throw my wraps in the wash. Like, how great is that? I mean, (laughs) it's awesome. You know what I mean?
0: from work, right?
1: Yes, exactly. He worked all day and now he's helping me out with my leg. Like, and he'll, you know, help massage it or get me stuff. If I'm on my pump, I can't move. And you know, not everybody is like that. And like, I hope people with lymphedema like find someone like that but you know it's also dating's hard and but I would say just be open and honest and um I think the more you accept yourself and like kind of say like here I am the more people are like oh
0: okay like
1: they're more accepting of it
0: props to Mr. Mahoney
1: I know he's, he's so the real sweet. MVP oh I know <laughs>
0: So um, what, in your opinion, would be a perfect date? Lymphedema oh friendly. God. What's your perfect date?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. My perfect date. I don't know. Oh, man. I really like brunch personally. So I'd like to go to brunch and then maybe like a bike ride. I live okay, so I, n- I live near 30A. It's this like beautiful like beach area stuff like that. So I would like to go out to. I'm gonna. <laughs> my husband hopefully is like listening to the door because we've been like trying to plan a date night. And we've just been too busy. <laughs> like, honey, I want to go to 30A and I want to ride bikes and I want to eat brunch and I might want to get into the water. So and I usually just, wear my stocking in the water. Just give me really his bother. email
0: address and I'll. I know send him this clip.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of my perfect day. I, I'm like more of a morning, daytime person. Um, I Probably like morning, Before dinner it gets too, too
0: hot.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Do a little bike ride, a little brunch, and then a little afternoon nap. That's perfect. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> nap. Yes. Yes. Why are naps better on Sunday? I don't know. Because
1: I don't, Sunday is just a special day.
0: So if you could give advice to others struggling with lymphedema and dating, what would you say?
1: I would just say, I would say if you're really struggling, like if you just got diagnosed, or you're just like really struggling with like telling people like your family, or your friends that you have lymphedema, why don't you get past that first? Why don't you go over that little hump and then once you're comfortable around, like, your loved ones, like, hey, I've got lymphedema, they all know, they can talk to you freely about it, your feelings aren't getting hurt because, you know, they're asking questions, stuff like that. Like, once you're comfortable there, all right, then let's branch out. Okay, so you hit, got your family done, now go to your friends. So then you get all the friends done, it's like, okay, now I'm branching out to strangers. So then once you're in the stranger zone, a stranger danger, right, <laughs> um, <laughs> then, you know, as long as once you can like accept yourself like for what it is and what how you take care of yourself management and all this stuff I think that's when you really can start branching out and like dating and being able to be open
0: I think that's great because that allows you to dip your toe in the water of explaining and feeling accepted and kind of knowing your personal boundaries of how much you're ready to share how much you're willing to share I think that's great
1: yeah because I'm in like it's not like it's like I got diagnosed with lymphedema and then I started dating everybody. It's like, no, I, I probably like I can't remember that. I mean, I was only 17. I I don't think I had a boyfriend then, but I just kind of take took a step back. I think I, you know, sorted it all out mentally first.
0: And I think it's important to know or to mention that you can't expect someone else to love you and accept your lymphedema if you don't first love yourself and accept that you have lymphedema. So you yes. can't you can't share that burden with someone if you're not already comfortable and accepting of it. And I think that's definitely where some of that self-work comes into play. If you're not in the right mental state, and I don't mean you're crazy, but if you're just not in that happy place where you can accept yourself and be happy with yourself where you're at then you can't expect someone else to do that too because what what you're probably going to do is give off that message of i am less than i am broken i am not worthy yes. so you and have when to feel all of those things first
1: yes i totally agree and if you are in that state where you're like i'm not worthy i'm not good enough all this stuff all you're going to attract is the wrong people Yes. They're not going to be supportive because you're not supportive. Like I'm a true believer in like what you're putting out in the universe of being like, I'm resilient. I can, you know, I can manage this disease. I can still have a really happy life. Like as long as you truly believe that, I think that good things do come to you. And it's just you know, and it's a vibe you could give off too.
0: I think that's absolutely right. Allison, those are all the questions that I have for you today. And I really appreciate your input and your advice. Do you have any other remarks or comments or questions for us?
1: Um, I don't have any questions. I'm just so grateful I got to come on and talk to, um, you and, you know, spread the word, I guess that, you know, you can live a good life with lymphedema and, um, yeah, and I hope everyone has happy dates. I mean, when I was single, I loved dating, so I thought it was super fun. Enjoy.
0: All right, well, Allison, I appreciate it. If anyone is wanting to link up with you and get to know you better, or kind of see your lymphedema journey, um, can they find you anywhere on social media or any other platforms?
1: Yes. So, social media. I'm uh, my Instagram is Allie Mahoney, and then the number three. So Allie Mahoney three, and then I do have a Facebook um, page and that one is just Allison Mahoney. And you can just look that up on Facebook and it's a Facebook page. I update my Instagram pretty frequently. So
0: awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate your time and your advice because it's going to be very helpful to the women who are out there looking for some advice and some encouragement when it comes to dating.
1: Uh, Yeah, and if if anybody wants to reach out um, over Instagram or Facebook, you're more than welcome to. I'm always happy to, uh, you know, give some, you know, advice or just, uh, you know, even commiserating or, you know, just
0: anything at all lymphedema related. (laughs) So this week we talked about dating from the female perspective. Next week, just to give you a little teaser, we're going to have Cam Ayala on for his second interview with the podcast, talking about the male perspective and how it's a little bit different or how it's kind of been in his world, at least when it comes to dating. I just hope this can be encouraging to anyone out there, man or woman, who is looking for love and looking for just that relationship that you get that is unlike any other whenever you find that person that loves you and accepts you. So I hope you guys tune in for that one next week. Mother Teresa says, Loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about lymphedema and dating from a female's perspective. Email me with your story if you would like to share podcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.